What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Latifa, and you are now tuned in to Heavyweight The Way In. Thanks so much for rocking with me. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Heavyweight The Way In podcast. I hope that all is well with you all, and I hope that you're enjoying this nice weather. I know that I am, but my allergies aren't doing too well, so if you hear me sniffling or sneezing or whatever, just please excuse me. Anyway, let's get into it. Anytime we get ready to be elevated or taken higher, there is a preparation period that gets us ready for that elevation. Even on roller coasters, there's always a preparation period that gets us ready for that big drop. Rather it be a countdown before the roller coaster takes off or the roller coaster slowly inching its way up to the top, there is always a preparation period. For me personally, I have always been a little afraid of heights. I never looked down and I never opened my eyes. So upon getting on a roller coaster, I close my eyes right away and I do not open them again until the ride is over. I know what y'all thinking, girl, you are missing so much scenery and the thrill and all of that. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm keep my eyes closed. But lately, I've been feeling those butterflies as if I'm on a roller coaster and the big drop is ahead. So I'm guessing the elevation is near. All right. Are y'all ready to weigh in? Because I know I am. So let's weigh in. I'm sure that you all are familiar with the scripture for we walk by faith not by sight, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. I've always tried my hardest to walk by faith. And during any preparation period that I endure, all I have is my faith to stand on. And God does not elevate us until the right time. And until then, we must trust in him and have unshakable faith, faith of a mustard seed. I remember being in high school, you all, and seeing my friends pull into the parking lot with their brand new cars. And I was just always daydreaming like, Lord, I can't wait till I get my car. I know exactly what car I'm going to get. And I just, I, I just cannot wait. I cannot wait to be pulling in this parking lot with my brand new car, too. My people couldn't afford to buy me a car, let alone buy me a brand new car. But I still had enough faith that in the right time, I would get the car of my choice. I was always grateful to just have friends around me that had a car. And I was content with paying them gas money to pick me up for school in the morning so I wouldn't have to get on the bus and also bring me home from practices, etc. I knew early on that when God gets to blessing the people around you or that you're connected to, that means he's in proximity. He's close. So I was just saying, Jesus, please don't pass me by. Come on now. 
<laughs> I know you close. You did it for them. You can do it for me. But truth be told, y'all, I knew that I wasn't ready for a car. For one, when I was at the driving age, I didn't even know how to drive a car. And uh, I didn't have my license either. Don't judge me. I know that it's some other late starters out there. So I know that you guys can relate to me. All of the judging can be kept. Anywho, I was praying and believing for something that I didn't even know how to operate or handle. But that didn't stop my faith. To keep it 100 with y'all, I was a bit afraid of being behind the wheel because I would always be thinking, what if? What if I get into an accident? What if someone doesn't let me over while merging onto the freeway? What if, what if, what if? And that's how I knew I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready for what I was praying for. I continued to have faith in God and that God would bless me with the car of my dreams and that somehow I would miraculously wake up one morning and have and, and, and know how to drive and have my car. <laughs> one day, my brother and I were hungry. So we decided to go around the corner to McDonald's and get something to eat. We step outside and my brother go, hey, you want to drive? So, of course, I get excited. I'm, I'm like... You gonna let me drive your car? Okay. So I'm nervous, anxious, and excited all at the same time. I knew that I needed to learn how to drive, but was the time right? I hopped in that driver's seat anyway, thinking, what's the worst that could happen? Well, the street that we lived on at the time was very narrow. And to make matters worse, it would always be cars parked on the street right in front of our driveway. Needless to say, I put that car in reverse and I hit the gas. <laughs> I know what y'all are thinking. Like, girl, what? You hit the gas? <laughs> Why would you hit the gas in reverse? Anywho. <laughs> and the last thing I remember was my brother yelling, cut the wheel. Cut the wheel. <laughs> Reality didn't set in until we got out of the car and uh, saw the damage that had been done. My brother's van was okay, but the little truck that I hit and knocked onto the grass was not. Actually, I take that back. Because it was knocked onto the grass, it made things appear to be worse than it was. I don't remember there being a whole lot of damage to the car. But either way, I learned a valuable lesson to not move prematurely, okay, or without confirmation. God knows when the time is right and the moment. I felt hesitation when my brother had asked me, do you want to drive? So I should have respectfully declined because I knew it wasn't time. It's nothing like receiving something you've been praying and believing God for and not being prepared or ready to receive it. Letting God guide us and lead us is imperative, even when we know that the blessing is near. One misstep, one premature move 
can cause us to miscarry what it is we've been praying and believing God for. But I thank God for grace and mercy because one mistake does not change God's mind. And I was so ecstatic because my people did not have to pay for the damages that was done to the car by the grace of God. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Anyway, for those of you who thoughts are still stuck way back, you know, at the beginning of me saying that we were going to get something to eat, um, to answer your question, no, we didn't make it to McDonald's. <laughs> I had lost my appetite because I was scared and <laughs> worried about the amount of trouble that I was going to be in when my people made it back home. Okay, moving on. I was so hurt and disappointed in myself for what had happened, but I didn't let the bad experience stop me from believing that one day I would still get my brand new car. Now let's fast forward to freshman year of college. I was still walking around letting fear have its way, staying in my comfort zone, still not knowing how to drive or having a license. Yes, you heard me right. I still didn't have a license my freshman year of college, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. I pray that my transparency gives someone the confirmation they need to move away from the comfortable and step out on faith. (laughs) Anyway, let me continue. I was 21 when I decided that hitching rides and paying people to take me places was enough. I went to take the written exam of the driver's test, okay? And I passed. Yay. Go Tifa. Go Tifa. I know y'all like, girl, you better have passed. You was 21. Anyway. And then I barely prepared for the road test and took that shortly after and failed. Yeah, I failed the first time. It's all right. I'll give you a moment to get your laughs and judgment out. But um, like I said, I barely prepared or practiced. Was I hurt? Absolutely. Absolutely. But one thing about me is I will not be moved or shaken by what I see. I keep the faith and I persevere. So I practiced some more and about a month later, I passed my road test the second time around. I was so happy, y'all. I was so happy. And I just knew that God was going to bless me with the car now. But just because God promised me something didn't mean that the promise was going to come to fruition right then and there. And uh, truth be told, y'all, God knew I couldn't drive still just because I passed the road test by the grace of God. (laughs) He was probably like, girl, you are not ready. And especially not for a brand new car. You total it. Anyway, nevertheless, I had my license and it was about a month and a half before the fall semester started and 
I had a balance due on my account. I had a job on campus that covered my room and board, but I was let go, fired from that job. We won't get into that, okay? Anywho, losing that job caused me to have a large balance due from the winter semester. And because I wasn't taking summer classes, I wasn't thinking about the balance. And that is until it was time for me to choose classes for the fall and I couldn't even register. Long story short, my mom ended up finding a way to pay off that balance for that semester. My room and board wasn't covered. Thank you, mama. Either way, during that time, before the fall semester started, I did some deep reflection and praying and decided to step out on faith because I knew that, Lord, I don't have money to keep paying to stay on campus. So what do I do? What do I do? And this is the confirmation that I received. I stepped out on faith and I knew it was time for me to get my first apartment with roommates, of course. All the odds were stacked against me. No job, no car, no money. And my mama was like, yeah, you're on your own. So I knew <laughs> deep down that this is what I was supposed to do, okay? Like I couldn't continue to stay in my comfort zone. And one thing about me is when God says jump, I jump. If I heard confirmation from God that it's time, all right, I'm ready. What you need me to do? <laughs> so, of course, I was fearful of failing. And I knew that I would be uncomfortable until everything aligned itself. However, I was sure I received confirmation from God that it was time. I remember tweeting this back in 2019, and it's relevant to what I'm talking about right now. Faith will take you to uncomfortable places that can birth the impossible, but fear will keep you in comfort zones that will cause you to miscarry what stepping into the uncomfortable would have birthed. So, y'all, we got our first apartment and we were able to finagle a little deal with the leasing manager. Our rent was 50% off every month. I know y'all like, how does that happen? Jesus. <laughs> but no, seriously, 50% off every month. As long as we agreed to do tutoring twice a week. And um, I think it was hip hop dance classes. We were tutoring K through 12. People barely showed up. So it was a breeze. It was a breeze. But I was so grateful. I was so grateful. We were paying like little to nothing for rent. And of course, y'all, I didn't have a job. So that, that was a blessing. And two weeks into staying in the new apartment, me and my roommate got a job. Ain't that good? So that was to me, it was confirmation that that's what I was supposed to be doing, okay? Now, granted, I did still have to, you know, depend on people. I had to, you know, 
use my best friend's car to, you know, drive to school sometime and drive to work sometimes. And I also had to pay people gas money still and hitch rides and stay on campus all day. <laughs> Even when my classes were done with to wait for someone to take me back home. But it's also okay because I was involved. I was on the dance team and sometimes I had events for my sorority. So it was okay. I would just stay there and wait for the event or for practice to start. But needless to say, I still had to depend on people and I was still in an uncomfortable, uncertain situation. So don't worry, y'all. All of this still corresponds with the car situation. So aside from not having a car, everything seemed to be falling into place. Was I, comfort was I uncomfortable because of the uncertainty? Absolutely. Absolutely. But it was all working together for my good. And everything I went through was preparing me for what I had prayed for. All of this occurred in the same year of me being 21. So come Christmas of that year, my people gifted me with my first car. Yes, y'all, my first car. Are y'all thinking this sort of blessing came like I got my brand new car? No, that's not what happened, but it's okay. I was grateful and I was appreciative. Either way... <laughs> The car got me from point A to point B, and that's all that matters. I was very appreciative, and it further equipped me and prepared me for what God had in store for me. I had endured some hardships with that car. It broke down the first week, being one. And every time I looked up, something new had to be fixed. And one time, the latch on my door broke i don't know what happened but it just wouldn't close for some odd reason so i had to tie a rope around the handle of the door and like you know tie it around my arm a little bit i know y'all thinking like girl what yes so then i had a whole i had to hold the rope and the door shut with one hand and steer with the other hand and um, taken around the corner to the shop. I never felt wind so powerful in my life. <laughs> it's okay, y'all can laugh, y'all can judge, go ahead, feel free, feel free. <laughs> I was holding on for dear life. I was driving so slow, holding on to that door. Man, <laughs> thank you God for bringing me out. Either way, y'all, my wrist was hurting for about three weeks. Three weeks, like it was, it was really hurting. <laughs> Anywho, as you can see, I was still in my preparation period, even when I got the car. <sighs> but it's okay. I was still inching up to that big drop. I was just happy that I didn't have to, to depend on anyone for a ride anymore. So I was driving Valentine until the wheels fell off. That's what I named my vehicle, Valentine. She was burgundy. Her inside interior was black and pink. So that's why I named her Valentine. Either way. 
Um, I was riding that car so the wheels fell off. And they literally fell off. Okay? It was 2013. And I was on my way into my new job that I had just gotten a couple of months back. And I felt the wheel wobbling a little bit. And mind you, I stayed about 45 minutes away from work. So I decided to pull over. Sure enough, the wheel was getting ready to fall off. I uh, had called my best friend because he worked at the same place. And he turned around so that he can follow me. Because all of the other people that I had called to see if I could get, you know, the car totaled or something couldn't help or they didn't answer. So nobody could help me. So I called on that one person that I know could help me. <laughs> I called on Jesus. <laughs> so I just said a prayer to God like, Jesus, please, 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 please let this car make it. Please let it make it into the garage. That's all I'm asking. So I got in the car, I put on my hazards, and I pushed through. And Jesus did just that. He let me make it to the garage. As soon as I pulled that bad boy up that ramp and into the parking spot, the wheel gracefully popped off. <laughs> but it's okay, because that's what I prayed for. I grabbed my bags and hopped on the work shuttle and headed into my meeting which is where I just broke down. Like, I, I had enough. Like, I shed some tears. I was like, Lord, why, 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 why? <laughs> like, come on now. I'm like, oh, I'm tired, Jesus. I'm tired. Long story short, would y'all believe that that same day I put a down payment on my first brand new car in my name, no co-signer, but Jesus, of course, <laughs> using every penny I had saved, but that's okay. I picked up my new black 2014 Ford Fusion two days later. And because I named every car I get, I named her Faith. You see, all of that preparation for that one prayer to come into fruition taught me so much. It taught me discipline, determination, persistence, responsibility, budgeting, appreciation, patience, and the list goes on. The preparation period helped me to consistently exercise my faith and keep believing and trusting in God, even when it doesn't look like things are working in my favor. James chapter one, verse four says, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Moral of the story is before being elevated comes preparation and it's strengthening our faith and trust in God. So that when we finally inch our way up to the top, we can jump without hesitation and soar on wings like eagles. So that 
preparation period, that process taught me so much. And it helped me with my future jumps that I had to make, my future leaps of faith that I had to take. And I'm so happy and grateful to have endured such a process and to have been kept like even throughout the process I was still being blessed so I was I was grateful so encouraging and encouraging myself I hope you too can join me on this roller coaster ride I'm going to close my eyes hold on tight to God's word and continue to have faith for the unseen while God is preparing me by slowly inching me up to the top. It may get hard some days. I may become a little weary. But if I keep holding on tight and trusting in God's plan and timing, I know I will soon be prepared and equipped to be elevated. And so will you. So as I stated before, this is therapeutic for me because this is something that I'm going through right now. It's like, I can see the blessing. I know the blessing is near everything that I'm praying for. And it's just getting hard because it's like, Jesus, come on. Now. I've been going through this for years. I've been praying for this for years. I, I, I don't understand when is it going to come into fruition? I just want it to happen now, but Clearly, there's something that I need to learn. There's a lesson that I need, the, some lessons that I haven't learned yet. So I just need to take heed to that and continue to prepare and keep my eyes closed. So I hope that you guys got something out of this. I hope that it encouraged, empowered, or inspired someone. And you know, it's like I said, it's, it's always nice for me to be able to share my stories with you all. I know y'all probably thinking like, girl, you crazy. I want to come on here telling people that I didn't get my license until I was 21. <laughs> but that's okay. As long as God get the glory, I don't really care. I'll tell y'all whatever. Well, I won't tell y'all everything, but that's all right. Anyway... As always, I hope that you all stay blessed and stay safe. Have a good one.